In the name of the Father, the Son, Holy Spirit, and God, amen. Happy Monday, beautiful friends. I'm Natalie. And I'm Claudine. And welcome to Shokran Very Much, the podcast. This week we're talking about fruitful friends. We're going to talk about fruitful friends with one of our friends. We're going to talk about fellowship, good friends, bad friends, and how to have a Christian friendship, and so much more. To introduce our guest and get right into it, today we are with the beautiful Rebecca Carlos. Hi, thanks for having me on, guys. Thank you for coming. We're really excited. This is going to be great. We're going to start with an icebreaker, like we always do. (laughs) (laughs) So, what celebrity do most people or do you think you look like? That is so hard because I do have unique features. I'm a little bit of a odd one, so uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't find many that look like me, but I could name a few that people have said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're accurate, but... Well, it can be perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're an original. (laughs) Thanks, Claudine. Um, I've gotten Demi Lovato once. What? But, like, young Demi Lovato. That makes sense. No, wait, I don't see it at all. No, I see it. Um, And then I've gotten, I mean, characters like Moana. Oh, I was just about to tell you, I saw a picture of, like, the actor who voiced Moana. That looked exactly, like, not exactly, but, like, she's the one I see (laughs) most in. Hopefully this conversation will be as fun as this icebreaker. Yeah. I think it will be. We're going to start with mm-hmm. kind of a big question. Are friends even important? And <laughs> I'm not pessimistic, I promise, but I think that when I was younger, I was, like, such an introvert. Obviously, now I'm, like, super out there. But I remember as a kid, I was like, why do we even need friends? <laughs> like, I could just live alone. So are friends even important? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would say that friends are important, but that's not just my personal belief I say friends are important because the Bible says that it's important. Um, you know, God himself is not in need of our friendship, but what does he do what does he do in Genesis? He creates man and woman. And what does he do with them? He's walking alongside them in the Garden of, of Eden. This is the first friendship ever of all of mankind. Just a beautiful thing that God wants to be friends with us. And then, you know, what do we do? We destroy that friendship. We destroy that friendship by sin. But then God, out of his mercy and his grace, what does he do? He redeems that friendship through Jesus Christ. Um, In John 15, 13, he says, um, Greater love has no one than this, that someone laid down his life for his friends. Jesus Christ laid down his life so that intimacy between us and God the Father would be redeemed. And man, that's only in Genesis. And like that in itself... Mm -hmm. Friendship, the theme of friendship, is carried throughout the entirety of the Bible. So if it's in the Bible and it's a huge theme of how we are created, yes, friendship is important. Yeah, and I I think that, again, like, on the context of the Bible, um, I think, like, the disciples, like, they were all just, like, buddies, right? Besties! Yeah, they're all besties (laughs) together! (laughs) You know, you bringing up Genesis reminded me of this verse. I'm not sure if that's exactly how it's written, because I didn't plan this, but, um... There's one verse where he said, where God said, it is not good for man to be alone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's definitely some signs of a bad friendship. And I think that a lot of times, like, I guess my parents, they're like, bad friends, like, stay away from them. And you hear that a lot, like, 
It's talk. always the parents. It's always they the always parents. see it first. Mm. They're like, yeah. It's like they know something. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. There's something crazy. It's like they're wise. <laughs> wow, it's crazy. But again, I think that's because like, they see it from like a farther perspective. Like I feel like when I see like my friends, like you, Claudian, yeah. going like into a bad route, I'm like get out like i see it more than she sees the kids yeah. you know anyways but on the topic of like signs i think some signs are like new addictions um like a lifestyle change maybe that it's not you know good for you and peer pressure and there's actually this quote that says when you're saying yes to others make sure that you aren't saying no to yourself and kind of like with these signs let's say okay like i have a friend and she does like, I can't do it anymore, how can I leave it and not, I guess, damage anything? What does anything? that mean? Like, she does and I can't do it anymore? No, like, let's say she has, like, one of these signs. Like, she gets a new addiction. Oh. And I can't be friends with her anymore. Like, oh. it's not working. How can I leave it without damaging, you know, her feelings? Yeah. Um, or his feelings. <laughs> I think, you know, especially as Christians, we have to go about our friendships, you know, depending on if they're a Christian, if they're in the church, or, you know, if they don't know Christ, we have to go about it in different ways. But um, I've always, like, I, I heard this recently, that bad friendships in general are ones that take you further from the cross. And it's not bad to have friendships where people, you know, are going into things that maybe you're not a part of. That in itself it's only bad if it's leading you to sin. Um, there's this quote that says, your life may be the only Bible someone will ever read. And this is in terms of non-Christians. I like that. It's yeah. really powerful. Yeah. Um, God has placed people that are unbelievers in our lives for a reason, but we allow how they impact our lives. If they're choosing to do something that, you know, I don't necessarily want to be a part of, but I'm falling into that sin, then I need to set up boundaries of like, okay, if like, I don't know, to give an example, if I have a friend that's a drinker and likes to go out, well, I'm not gonna necessarily get a late night dinner with her because obviously that's, you know, yeah. that might be how she wants to spend her evening. Maybe I'll go for like a walk at the beach with her, things like that. Mm -hmm. But being mindful of the ways where you can protect yourself. And then um, you said in terms of like walking away from the relationship yeah. too. Um, Pouring into others, serving others, loving people, that's never going to come back as a waste. You know, there's always going to be fruit and goodness out of that. But um, I would, it, it all just takes prayer. You know, Lord, if you want this person in my life, make it abundantly clear and give me eyes to see them the way that you do and help me to serve them in the way that you want me to serve them. But also creating those like holy protected boundaries. And then another really beautiful thing that you can do for that person is putting their name on the altar and just letting yourself be reminded that, you know, as much as they're my friend and I love them, they are a son, they are a daughter of God. And Lord, it's in your hands. I can't change a person, only you can. So I give that to you. You use me as you want to in this relationship. Yeah. What do you think are some of the signs we should look out for? Yeah. For, uh, for a for bad, bad friendship. friendship. Because I just lifted, like, listed a couple, yeah. but there's definitely... I want to see more. what you're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I will go back to saying it's one... It's a friendship that takes you further from the cross. Like, general statement. But um, it's interesting what you said, Claudine, that... Um, or was it Natalie? I don't know which one said <laughs> yeah. it, but... Um, I think 
It's interesting because I was talking about it with my brother. Love you, Joe. Shout out, Joe. <laughs> but um, <laughs> society has placed this huge emphasis on best friends, like oh, yeah. bestie culture, <laughs> you know, all this stuff. And even on top of that, we have lost understanding or sight of what friendship really means. I'm Gen Z. So it started off at Facebook, your Facebook friend, meaning like you're friends with everyone. There isn't that deep personal connection, really. Then we've gone into Instagram, where now you have followers. So we have like friends, followers. And then as you get into old adulthood, <laughs> then you have LinkedIn connections. So it's like yeah. friendship, followers, connections. What does that even mean? Like, it's like a deterioration. Right? Like, what is that? So then now we've also placed this emphasis on besties, best friends. Um, what we've done, I believe, as a society is that we've put so much pressure on the best friend, who our best friend should be. Our best friend should now be someone that, you know, should drop everything to come to our need, to um, listen to all of our thoughts and our anxieties, to forgive us so many times, even though we've backstabbed them, like doing all these things that only a God can truly do. Those are qualities that only God can. God is there for you 24 seven. He's there to forgive you whenever. He will drop everything just to listen to you. He's ready there to listen to you. But we've allowed best friends to kind of take on this role and be this idol idolized thing in our lives. So if someone, I think a sign of a bad friendship is when someone is starting to see you as that and require those things of you. Um, because that in itself can drain your energy and put you in this God position that us humans are not meant to fill, are not meant to hold. That makes a lot of sense. And kind of on the topic of like draining, I and like draining like that social battery, because I think that there's some people out there that I guess we were friends and then they just slowly like, I realized like, oh my God, they're so draining, yeah. like just talking to them. I, like, have to shift my mindset. I have to shift everything just so we can get on the same terms. So, I mean, what do you think about, like, those draining friendships? Would those be bad friendships? It's interesting because what's draining for you might be, you know, yeah. super filling for someone else. Mm -hmm. But um, I think it just really goes down to personality. And, again, like, for me personally, it's draining if someone's expecting a lot from me, like, kind of like those qualities that mm -hmm. I mentioned, just like always being there, like being their comfort, their safety, security. Like I, I can't be that person because that's only something that God can be. Yeah. Um, but I think it just takes prayer again too. Like if you're really feeling this way, asking Lord, the Lord to make it abundantly clear if he wants this friendship in your life or not. Do you want me to say a fun quote? Yeah, say a so fun quote. Okay, because, like, I love the little, like, overlap when you said it's, like, draining, and then the next question was, like, so I didn't want to get into it. But, <laughs> okay. Oh, you're good. But it's about bad friends. <laughs> <laughs> so I heard someone say, said, okay, if it sounds like a snake, and it moves like a snake, is it a snake, or do you need to be bit to find out? Ooh, mm -hmm. I like that. And I always think about that. Like, how many times was I bit? I get it. I totally get it because yeah. there does there needs to be boundaries. You know, we obviously don't want to get hurt. Um, we need to go about our friendships wisely. Um, but I don't know, dude. I just think about Christ and he calls Judas. You want to talk about a snake? <laughs> oh. He calls Judas what? His friend. Yeah. yeah. So, like I said, like pouring into people, loving people. 
But let's say you have that bad friend in your life. Well, I'm not going to run to that bad friend and ask for advice. Mm -hmm. There's just going to be boundaries. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, just looking at the way that Christ went about his friendships, like you said, Natalie, I've been thinking about this for a bit, like Jesus. We're talking about Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he himself, to do, come down here and do his mission, he did not need disciples to do his mission. He could have come down, do his thing, and then dip and leave. But no, he chose 12 disciples, 12 brothers, and one of those happened to basically bite him, bite him back. Um, but then what is his response? He's praying for Judas. He's loving Judas. He calls Judas his friend. There's forgiveness in the midst. Like loving people, like I said, will never go to waste, but just having boundaries and, you know, knowing that that person in your life that is considered bad doesn't have to be your best friend because you don't have to be best friends with everyone. I think we forget sometimes that Jesus knew Judas was going to betray him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes you're, like, reading and you're like, ooh, plot twist. <laughs> like, yeah. But no, like, he knew when he was choosing him, he knew. And the fact that he still chose him anyway. From the very start. It's deep. Yeah. And it's crazy. I mean, man, the love of God. We you know, turn our back on God every single day, yet God still continues to choose us. Why? Mm -hmm. Because his love is so great and so, so wide and so mighty, but kind of showing that same love and reflecting that same love to those around us, but then, you know, having those holy boundaries. Yeah. We aren't much better than Judas, are we? Mm -hmm. We don't need to <laughs> ponder on that too much. <laughs> There's going to be differences. There's no two people that are going to be the same. And I think the question is, how do we know what differences are good and what differences are bad? Is it a good thing? Yeah. So they say, like, there's two things. They're like, oh, like, opposites attract. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know what the other one is. But there's, that, like, the other like one. Like, similarities I, attract. Yeah, I don't think they say it like that. But yeah, anyway, but I mean. But it's like, so what, is, is being different from your friend a bad thing? No, not at all. Um, different religions or different morals that's a whole different topic yeah. but you know listening to this question it makes me think of the friend um my roommate in college so um throughout my undergrad of, of uh, college you know i was more into like skincare trends and beauty trends <laughs> and fashion and editorial writing that was more my passions and my hobbies and interests where my roommate my goodness she, love her <laughs> she was into star wars and comic books and yes. sci-fi but it worked out so well yeah. um us having those differences because why because the foundation was christ um that is what bonded us from the beginning and that will forever bond us until the very end despite her interests and hobbies so in that term in that aspect differences are completely okay and it's so much more fun and yeah it, it's a good <laughs> challenge too because you're not going to meet people in life that are going to be exactly like claudine exactly like natalie especially going into work my goodness you're going to be working with so many different personalities so what more than to have a friendship built on like differences and quirks and different <laughs> hobbies and things yeah. like that where did you go for undergrad I went to UCLA, by the grace of God, still don't know how you, <laughs> that happened. <laughs> Where did you go for your graduate school? Again, by the grace of God, USC. <laughs> no, I just Dang, love it when people smart. go to UCLA and USC. I'm like, how? Isn't that like a rivalry? How do you, don't, don't you feel like you're smart, betraying Claudine. someone? 
Well, I'll share a funny story. So I went to my first UCLA, no, it wasn't my first, but it was my first Bruin Trojan football game as a Trojan. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it out. I'm going to, you know, support the Trojans, see how it goes. So I'm wearing my Trojan shirt. I'm at the game. UCLA sweeps the Trojans, completely beats them. I'm like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> I and went then, there too. <laughs> and then I put on, I like took off my Trojan shirt and put on my UCLA hoodie. I'm like, forget this. I'm a Bruin at heart. Rebecca <laughs> is a bandwagon. <laughs> so we talked a lot about, well, yeah, we talked about friendship and different things in it, bad friendships mostly so far. And bef- like before we talk about good friendships, I feel like we need to look at friendships we can learn from. And so what are some examples of friendship in the Bible that stood out to you? Because the two that have always stood out to me have always been David and Jonathan mm-hmm. and the three holy you and Daniel, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot we can go into in those. I want to start with like probably the best story ever for like good friends and that's the paralytic man Mm. that was healed in Capernaum because his friends are the ones who lowered him from the roof Mm. yeah that's a really good one um I mean what stood out to you from that story so the paralytic man who was healed in Capernaum his friends were the ones who lowered him from the roof Mm. and Jesus usually says your faith has made you well he said that to the bleeding woman he said that to a lot of different people when he healed them but in this situation he doesn't say your faith has made you well. He said, your sins are forgiven you. He doesn't really say anything to the friends, but in the gospel says when he saw their faith. So I heard Nobunon say, like, we have to be those friends mm. that carry our friends when they're down and take them to Christ. I love that. And, you know, it's crazy because, you know, when you guys told me that the episode was going to be on friendship, I was like, okay, like, going to go through the Bible. Let's look at friends in the Bible. And then I guess it didn't really hit me how many stories of true friendship there is in the Bible. And it's literally starts in Genesis and it Mm -hmm. is such a huge element throughout the entire Bible. Like, it's so amazing. The Bible is so cool. The Bible (laughs) is really cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Highly recommend reading. (laughs) Go read the Bible. You can find it anywhere. (laughs) Um, But that story so i had a couple stories that mm-hmm. i liked um but that story specifically claudine reminded me of tabitha um i don't know if you guys know that one but basically tabitha is the only woman in the bible called a disciple given the title disciple which is like really cool um but basically her service was to the widows and she was a seamstress so she would make these beautiful garments and dresses for widows um and she ends up ends up dying and she's on her deathbed and all of her friends all of the widows are deep tears crying mourning and they call peter to come and help out with the situation and the friendship of peter too like peter does so when they call for peter peter doesn't even ask any questions he doesn't ask like what do you want me to do like where at how long do you need me for he just gets up and goes so like that in itself is friendship sacrificial love selfless like i'm gonna go help a friend um and then when peter goes um it's almost like going the second mile too like he he goes he's um is sacrificing his time and he ends up praying for tabitha and she's lifted from the dead and she's arisen and she's alive 
But it, it took the faith of her friends, those mourning friends, to lift her up and like lift her up in prayers, but then also call on for help from Disciple Peter. So um, the power of friendship is so important. And um, yeah, it's just a beautiful thing. And I heard this one thing that, um, you know, as females, or this could go for males too, um, we often think about praying for um, our our groom, praying for our future bride, like praying for them. But as we are in the season of like, you know, prayer, praying for a future situation, we should also be praying for our bridesmaids because those are going to be your sisters covering you, showering you in prayers as you lead up to this beautiful sacrament that you're going to be doing where two become one. So friendship is so important and don't leave it out of your prayers, guys. Like it's a really beautiful thing. And God clearly honors and rewards fruitful, blessed friendships. What specific like characteristics of the friendships we see in the bible do you think we need to make sure we put in ours Mm. i mean you want to talk about like the stories that shared love is in the midst of that you know um kindness goodness and as i'm like listing off these things these are fruit of the spirit Mm -hmm. love joy peace patience kindness faithfulness goodness gentleness self-control but um it was really interesting because at a fruitful friends meeting, Abuna Bullis, shout out Abuna Bullis, he had said something really interesting and super important. He said, it's important to know and be reminded that it's fruit of the spirit, not fruits of the spirit. And I mean, it's adorable, but you know, we see like love, joy, peace, patience, and like we see them little apples and bananas and oranges <laughs> and things like that. And we choose like, okay, I'm gonna choose love or like I'm gonna choose joy, but it's one fruit. You can't just choose. If you don't have love, then you're not gonna have the peace. If you're not gonna, if you don't have the kindness, you're not gonna have the patience, things like that. So a good friendship. Or is one that has the qualities of all the fruit of the spirit that make it one. And when we look at these stories, man, they have all the qualities of the fruit of the spirit. So how can I be a good friend? I truly believe that we're not going to understand how to be a good friend if we don't know who our best friend is. And our best friend is Christ. He is the most perfect friend and we see it numerously times throughout the bible he wants to be there for you he wants to have a relationship with you like i said he's there whenever you need to talk whenever you want to call um and to be a good friend is to mimic the most perfect friend and that's christ it's mimicking christ and it's again like whatever you do what you say what you how you act how you behave it should all be reflective of the fruit of the spirit i think that's just like the most straight to the point general answer yeah i've wrote down three verses that i always think of when i think of friends and i think they each like give you one thing to do and proverbs 17 17 says like a friend loves at all times Mm. and then job 42 10 said after job had prayed for his friends the lord restored his fortunes and gave him twice as much as he had before. Just the power of praying for your friends too. I mean, Job, Job's friends, we talk about Job's friends are like, oh, these guys, but mm-hmm. here you are, Job, praying for those exact friends. Mm-hmm. Such a beautiful thing. And, you know, kind of going back to like, 
if you're having issues with a friend or, you know, even going into jealousy, if you are envious of someone, put their name on the altar, like lift them up in prayers. It'll completely change the game. <laughs> even another verse, Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen, as iron sharpens iron, so man sharpens yeah. the countenance of his friend. Um, I was listening to something and it was saying how when we read this verse, we think about the other people, like mm-hmm. the people around me should be iron. But we have to remember that, like, you yourself have to be iron. You cannot be some dull pillow. How are you going to sharpen your friend? Mm-hmm. And we can put so much expectation on, like, I need good friends. What yeah. can they do for me? How can they serve me? But in order to get friendships like that, true, authentic Christian friendships, you have to learn how to serve the people in front of you. Um, I remember for the longest time I was praying for Christian sisters, Christian sisterhood. And I just wasn't getting it. But I feel like the Lord was really teaching me in that season that, Beck, you got to serve the people that are in front of you. Learn how to serve the ones that I place in front of you so that you can have those deep, authentic, mature Christian friendships. Um, This is just like a little side story, too. But um, at work, I was meeting a lot of male coworkers that were Christians. And I was like, oh, that's super cool. And I kind of said this, like, lightly to the Lord. I was like, this is really cool. Like, thanks, God. But, like, it but. would be really cool if I had, you know, like, a Christian sister at work. And I was, like, praying about it, you know. And then a couple weeks later, my he provides a Coptic Christian sister. And I just prayed for a Christian Crazy. sister. But Coptic Christian sister who ended up getting a job at the same job that I was working at. And um, her name's Sarah. Love you, Sarah. <laughs> and um, it's just such a beautiful thing. Like when you lift up your prayers to the Lord and ask for something that is so near and dear to his heart, he will answer and respond. And now when we go on our lunch breaks or like we go on walks, we'll talk about like, hey, checking in. How are you doing spiritually? Sending, sending each other verses, you know, going to weekday liturgies because church is like only five minutes away from where we work. And it's just such a beautiful thing. The Lord is faithful and kind and he'll give you, he'll give you it. I saw something on Instagram, which go, Jesus, uh, God should always be a member of your friend group. Oh, I love that. I was like, whoa. Mm. I mean, that's the thing is we see him as a righteous judge. That is true. He is a father. Yes, completely true. Or savior. Yes, but don't forget that he's your friend too and Mm -hmm. just calling him your friend puts things into an easier understanding for us humans to like try to cultivate and strengthen our relationship with him i mean we talked about the three whole youth being great friends when they were in the fire like god was with them Mm -hmm. he was a member of that friend group you know when two or three are gathered in my name there i am in the in the midst like what beautiful thing when you are in Christian fellowship, Christian community right here, right now, guys. Me, Claudine, Natalie, he's here right now because we are honoring and glorifying him under his name. And we, we just read that and we're like, yeah, cool, whatever. But like, man, actually digesting that, that, that in itself is a miracle. That shouldn't be casual. So what you guys are doing is amazing. And I'm so Thanks. proud of you. Thanks. I really am. <laughs> There's something that you do that we want to ask you about. So this episode is called Fruitful Friends, but we want to talk about a different Fruitful Friends. So there your is your, your, oh. so there is a women's Bible study called Fruitful Friends. <laughs> talk a little bit about it. Yes. Let people know. 
Uh, first, I want to begin by saying that is it is not my group. It is not my group at all. When it first got created and established, that was only by God's doing. And I literally told him, I don't want this group, Lord. This is yours. This is not my group. Mm-hmm. This is not a reflection of me or what I'm doing. This is yours. And I only want it to reflect you. You cancel it when you want to cancel it. You change it when you want to change it. So God has just been so kind and faithful and just has blessed us with such sweet community. Um, We talk about this a lot at Fruitful Friends, but that sisterhood has been an answered prayer for so many girls. I can't even tell you how many girls have said, I've been praying for this, and this is exactly what I've been praying for. Um, It started as like a casual women's Bible study. We didn't even want it to be a group, really. Some of us were just like, hey, do you want to meet at the park and just read the Bible? And we're like, sure, okay, like, let's just do it. So just read the bible at the park it was really great and then we're like okay so same time next week and then that was really great and then we kind of just kept going and one girl had said i think we were talking about friendships and she was like yeah and it's just important to have fruitful friendships and then i was like yeah that's the name of our group (laughs) for sure And then um, just the power of social media, using social media for the glory of God, um, that gained more attention and followers. And then we (laughs) made a sweatshirt and, you know, now we have men wearing Fruitful Friends sweatshirts, (laughs) which is so sweet. And um, because there are members in Australia, which I think is crazy. yeah. Yeah. So I'll tell a really cool story. Um, when we have guest speakers at Fruitful Friends, we'll mm-hmm. usually do it a Zoom so that a lot of people can access it. And there was this one girl that we had never met before, not to disclose anything, but she had logged on. And I was like, oh, nice to meet you. Like, how'd you find out about this group? Because she was not from California. She was even a different time zone. She was somewhere else. And she, she had said, I was having a really bad day. And I was scrolling through Instagram on my Explore page, and I found your guys' account, and you guys had happened to do a Zoom, so I decided to just log on, and she's like, man, this is exactly what I needed to hear, so thank you. And I was like, God, man, there is such a need for sister communities, sister friendships, and it's... I'm just so thankful that God has provided, and I never would have dreamed that it would have happened this way, this fast, and... I think it's been almost now two years, which is crazy. So just thank God. Yeah. All so doing. how can people find Fruitful Friends? Yeah. So we have an Instagram, fruitful.friends. <laughs> Very creative. <laughs> On Instagram. <laughs> yes. And you can follow us there. And then um, if you're in California, come join our group. Um, so yeah, just DM, DM us on Instagram if you want our WhatsApp. And um, when we have guest speakers, we'll usually live stream it via Zoom. And it's really cool too, because not only do we have Australia, but we have Canada and the East Coast and uh, only by God's doing. So thank God. Shukram very much, Rebecca, for joining us today. This was literally really so fun. much fun. I want to say that I'm completely humbled that you guys even invited me here. And just, I'm so proud of the both of you. Seriously, you want to talk about a sweet 
fruitful friendship. Chukun very much to all of you beautiful friends who tuned in and listened. Please follow us on all of our social media sites, which you can find in the show notes, to either receive updates or send in questions. Or you can visit our website, which is also in the show notes, to send in questions or even suggest topics. Chukun very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See ya.